Ticket stubs and cassette tapes. I'm Andy and I'm your host. All right, today, guys, we're going to be talking a little Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Saw this movie earlier today. Um, I'll get into sort of my thoughts about that. Before I do that, though, I do want to mention that um, our YouTube channel is sort of up and running with only Ghostbusters related content right now. I will do more of the regular podcast stuff on there, but for now, I have um, our first episode of Ecto-1 Radio, which is our um, Ghostbusters show that we run every other Sunday, that releases every other Sunday, and besides that, I have a few gameplay videos, a couple of videos of Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed and one of Ghostbusters, the video game, remastered the first video in that series. So, if you're into that sort of stuff, go check out the YouTube channel, Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes. We also have Facebook and Twitter, so find us on there. Reach out if you have any uh, comments or, you know, you just want to chat or, you know, any discussion questions you'd like to see me talk about. Uh, we're also available there. All right. So I'm going to jump just straight into Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, like I said, saw this movie earlier today. I think this is doing well at the box office. I think that, you know, so far from what I'm seeing online with, you know, fan reactions and YouTube and, you know, people talking about the film and their thoughts on it. it seems to be a pretty popular movie. Um, I'm not sure what it has done on Rotten Tomatoes. I know on IMDb it's rocking like an 8.5 out of 10. So it's, you know, it's that's pretty up there for a score. Um, so it's... You know, it's filling up theaters this weekend. It's a Marvel movie. It's huge. I know it's doing well. Highly regarded. This is the the, the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It's now a trilogy, and so they're ending it here. And so, you know, that's what we're being advertised as. Uh, full disclosure up front, I always say this, but I'll say it here again. I don't do any non-spoiler stuff, so... This is a spoiler review of the movie. I'm going to talk about specifics. So if you haven't seen the movie, don't want to be spoiled, uh, go check the movie out first and come back here. But this is your, your fair warning for that now. All right, so my thoughts on the movie. Um, I'll start here. This is going to be, a, from again, from what I can see, a pretty unpopular opinion. But... This I just this movie just wasn't for me to be honest. Um, 
I am a big fan of the first and second Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that the first one is 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 it's really well done in in that it's introducing these characters within the cinematic universe, but it also does feel like something separate from the rest of the MCU, but also ties into what the MCU is doing. So it's, you know, it's just, it's of its time in terms of when it came out in the MCU. The second one, I like the story, um, you know, in the part that, um, Kurt Russell plays in that film. And, um, you know, I just, I think that movie's got a lot of, of heart and a lot of, uh, you know, really cool sequences in it, and it's a fun movie. I know that it's like an emotional movie for a lot of people, and I just think it's a well-made film, and I've always enjoyed Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and I'll say this right off the top, too. I know, being a fan of these movies, that they're out. these movies get out there. You know, they're they're very comedic, more so than probably your typical Marvel film, um, kind of kind of in the same vein as like a, the Thor movies, I would say, but a, a little bit more than that. Um, but they're over the top. That that that's just how they're made. This movie, for me personally, the pacing of this movie and the way that it sort of instilled its humor throughout and then there were also some other scenes where the whole thing just kind of threw me off at certain points where you're going from we're trying to be really emotional here to we're taking these long like pauses in what's happening in the movie to tell jokes to we're trying to be really sad and emotional to we're taking long pauses for jokes to big long action sequence, to jokes, to a really sad emotional moment, to, you know, these fake out deaths that happen two or three times in the movie with certain characters. Um, and it, for me personally, it just threw the pacing of this whole movie off. I never felt like I was in a good spot with the movie where, you know, basically from the time early in the film where uh, the warlock character shows up to try and take rocket basically from there through the rest of the movie, I just kind of felt like the pacing was just all over the place. And there was a time in, I want to, it's like in the third act, it's hard to tell (laughs) what act is, which in this movie, to be honest for me, just because again, it's all over the place. But there was a time in the third act where I like legitimately just kind of started to check out to the point where I just kind of was losing track of what was happening in the movie. And for for somebody like me who is so immersed in a in a movie theater or in a movie in general when I watch it, that's pretty hard for for that to happen it's it's pretty difficult for that to happen because i am such a movie fan and i don't go to a movie theater just to talk to somebody or to be on my phone or to be thinking about where i'm going to go after the movie i'm usually very much you know immersed in what's happening on the screen even if i don't love the movie but with this i just kind of started losing interest to be honest i thought the movie 
was too long. Um, I know that there are Marvel movies longer than this. I like a lot of those, and I like a lot of movies that are much longer than this. But for me, the difference between those movies and this one is that they had well-defined different portions of the movie that progressed and moved and kept my interest in different ways, and they weren't jumping from all these, you know, from comedy to drama to action. They weren't just jumping you know, all the kind of genre jumping a little bit. And, and I felt like this movie was like, you know, with like, a, you know, a good example is like when the guardians go to whatever this, uh, um, uh, what is it like this starship or whatever, this biological starship where the, um, the I think it's the evolutionary, yeah, the high evolutionary character where he's stationed or whatever, and they're they're gonna break into it, and then you get this whole, you know, emotional sequence between Star Lord and Gamora, where Star Lord's kind of pouring his heart out, and then it turns into a big joke because his line was open, which you know th- that was you know there was some humor in that, of course. I mean, it I did you know chuckle a little bit at it, but. Then you go into them breaking in, and we're still kind of stuck in the comedy portion of it. And there's this weird scene between a, one of the soldiers there and a, a guy who works under him. And then they have this whole drawn-out dialogue between these soldiers and the Guardians, and it's kind of coming off as comedy. And then I think somewhere around this, we're cutting into Rocket's like dream state or whatever he's in while he's you know, incapacitated and it's an emotional scene. And then, um, you know, then we get to like this portion of this whole sequence where Drax gets shot with this big gun. Then he gets, there's a slow-mo shot where he gets shot in the back. They play it off like, Oh, this could be his death. And then he gets up and he's fine. And then at the end of the movie, I'm skipping around here. I know, but you have sort of the same thing with, with Quill who, does not make it onto the ship and he falls back down into this exploding ship and he's running to get back up there and he shoots himself with uh, some sort of air hose line, doesn't make it all the way, his face starts to deform, it's trying to play it off all emotional and then this warlock character just grabs him and pulls him back in and he's alive and it's just like... <sighs> I, I don't know. It just stuff stuff like this kind of happened throughout the movie, and it kept pulling me away. Like, like so, <laughs> am I supposed to feel emotional right now? And I guess I am. But then it's only happening for twenty seconds, and then you're pulling me back into comedy and back in. And I just it's just pulling me all over the place, and. I I don't know. It it just, I can't pinpoint specifically why this doesn't work for me where it works for so many other people. I just don't know. I mean, the rocket stuff with his backstory, I mean, to, to be honest, there were people like crying around me and I was just like, I was like, this would be a lot more emotional if I knew that I'm not immediately get to, about to get pulled back into some, 
you know, long drawn out two minute comedy sequence, you know, and it's just kind of like the, I couldn't focus so much on the, on the, um, what, what the movie was trying to play off as its emotional sequences. I couldn't focus so much on those because, you know, two minutes on one side of that sequence, you've got comedy and action. And and then on the other two, uh, on the other side of that sequence, you've got another two, three minutes of comedy action. And it's just like, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, um, it, it's, it's hard to describe why that didn't work for me. And it just, I don't know. This just didn't feel like the other guardians movies to me the one thing i don't know if they've announced or not if um if gamora will be back i I don't know if she will or not i know again spoiler alert the end credit scene is that you know peter quill will will return but the gamora stuff too was just that threw me off as well because like, I really thought, okay, so I guess they're going to catch her up to speed and sort of make her into the old Gamora, and then they just kind of didn't. So I'm kind of sitting there thinking, like, okay, so why was she even in this movie? Why didn't they just let her stay dead? You know, if this is the last Guardians movie, why not just let her stay dead if you're not going to bring her back and make her like the old um, Gamora? And I mean, maybe that's why I'm asking, will she be back? Maybe they'll, um, you know, let that play out in a future movie. I don't know, but they made it clear by the end of the, the film that she belongs with the Ravagers. Those are her people. So did that mean everybody just wasted their time? Does that mean Quill just wasted his time trying to sort of get her back throughout the movie? Um, I don't know, <laughs> you know? I just don't know. I I don't I I the thing about this movie that is so frustrating to me and th- again this is just from my point of view. But the thing that is so frustrating to me is that I felt like with this being the third movie in this franchise or in this story line this this trilogy of the guardians movies given where we are at in the mcu right now given the success you've had with the first and second guardians movies and i'm not talking about monetary money wise the marvel movies are always going to make money but the success as far as how well received they've been I really thought, you know, you, the world's kind of open. You can do a lot with this movie. And with a two and a half hour runtime, you know, you can really explore and do a lot. And for me, I just, I don't know. It just, this story just didn't work for me that great. Um, the Rocket backstory, personally, for me, could have been like a Disney Plus series. And I listen, I know I said it before, but I'll say it again. What I'm saying here is the unpopular opinion, and I get it, but I'm nothing if not honest. That's why I'm here. And so I know that there's a lot of you out there who probably are disagreeing 
you know, vehemently with what I'm saying. You're very much disagreeing with me. And that's fine, but I, this is just my experience. Um, you know, for reference, the two, there were two older ladies sitting next to me. I would say they were both, one of them was probably in their 60s or 70s, and the other one was in her 50s or 60s, and they were crying the whole movie and laughing, and they seemed to love it. And I know a lot of people have. Again, I'll say that again. I know a lot of people love this movie that have seen it. But... I don't know. Just it just didn't just didn't work for me. I, I don't really know how else to say that. Um, I thought that uh, Chris Pratt did a great job. the The guy who played the High Evolutionary, the I, I'm going to butcher his name, and I apologize for it, but I'm just going to give it my best at, attempt. I think it's uh, Chuck Woody Iwuji. Um, he was phenomenal. He was really good. He was, he was really good as the villain. There's a, a really good MCU villain. Um, so I enjoyed that. There were some scenes though, where like the scene where rocket attacks him, that it was emotional and it started to get a little dark, you know? And again, I think that fed into, um, my, you know, surprise at immediately jumping to like comedy stuff after that and just different kind of stuff because I we've never really seen an attack in the MCU that's been that dark um and so my you know that that threw me off a little bit too um but I thought Bradley Cooper was great as Rocket it was probably you know his best performance as the character um Dave Batista was good for me personally. I would have liked to have seen a, a maybe a, a Drax more of a a better resolve to his character. Um, maybe a little less comedy for him, and maybe a little bit more of an emotional, um, you know, resolution for him. And I know that there was some emotion with him at the end of the movie, but it wasn't really, I don't know. I mean, this is a guy who's lost his entire family. I don't know that this is the resolution I wanted for, for him, to be honest. Nebula is Nebula. I've never really loved the character of Nebula, if I'm being honest. There's just something about that character that it's the voice or something that just throws me off. Um, but, you know, Karen Gillan, she was good. Um, you had the Groot line at the end, the one that's not I am Groot. It was, I think it was like, I love you guys or something like that, which to me didn't, didn't make any sense. That threw me off. That didn't make any I mean, he all of a sudden is just speaking English, um, or is he just saying that because he hears people say that and he's just trying to mimic? But why, you know, why would he do that i don't know that kind of threw me off um i don't know i wish i had uh well i haven't even talked about the will poulter the adam warlock character very much i don't really know what was going on there it was just like he was i thought he was gonna be kind of a secondary villain but he was kind of just more of a comic relief i mean he was a villain kind of at least early in the movie but Again, just more comic relief. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I, 
I, I don't know what to make heads or tails of, of all this other than I just didn't enjoy it very much. Um, you know, the and all I could think about while watching this movie is like the rewatchability of this for me is very low. Is very low. Like if I'm if I'm scrolling on, you know, through the T V guide, um and I see Guardians or Guardians Two on, I'll throw it on. You know, if I'm just bored and, and just scanning the TV to see what's on, I'll, I'll happily throw one of those movies on if they're on. But with this, I'm like, I don't really want to jump into that. <laughs> you know, uh, at least not right now. You know, uh, feelings are subject to change. But I would definitely say, without a doubt, this is my least favorite out of the three Guardians movies. Um, so... I hate that. I really wanted to like this movie. Um, again, I am the unpopular one for this. Everybody loves this movie. I'm sure some of you who are listening to it, you love it. Maybe you're disappointed by this, but it is what it is. Again, I'm nothing if not honest. And that's just kind of my feelings on it. I, I, I hate that I didn't love it more. I really went into it thinking I would. But... I think just ultimately what pulled me down was the pacing and the, the just jumping around from emotion to, to comedy to action to emotion to comedy to act to action. And I just could not tell where the end of the movie was, was, was going to be because we just kept kind of like going. There would be a sequence where you would think, okay, that something big is going to happen here and this will be sort of, we'll start winding down and it just never, really came until it was like painfully obvious that you just kind of had to stop. And that was where, that was what I saw, you know, it kind of, the end of the movie came at a point where it's like, okay, we, we just can't go on anymore. Not, not so much the type of ending where we just resolve what we're trying to resolve. And then we go out almost just letting the audience want a little more. I mean, that's kind of a dying thing is leaving the audience wanting more which makes your, you know, love for the movie even stronger, I think. And and nowadays with content and media, we give as much as we can possibly give, um, which is good in some cases and I think bad in others. Um, but again, for this one, it's subjective, whatever your opinion is of it. It's your opinion. And again, this movie is, is going to do great. It's going to do phenomenal. And I'll just, I said earlier that this will be the last Guardians movie. I'm just going to say right now, it's not going to be the last Guardians movie. You know, whenever you hear somebody say this is going to be the last of whatever, you can rest assured it's never going to be the last. They're, they're going to make more. This movie's going to make a ton of money. And a few years down the line, they'll make another Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know how well James Gunn's, you know, his run in the, in the DC universe is going to go, but. I would be willing to bet you're going to see these characters back in another Guardians movie within the next 15 years, probably. So we'll see, but I, I would I would be willing to bet that you will. All right, guys. Um, I don't really have much more than that. Um, you know, as far as Quill's future in the MCU, we'll we'll see where he falls. Um, but. I, I'm 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 a little disappointed. I thought that the movie would would just be a little different than it was. 
And uh, if you loved it, that's great. I'm glad. I'm glad that people like this movie. I am. I'm happy for them. Uh, you know, in, in a a time right now where the MCU needed some home runs, this seems to be one for them. Um, so, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see what the second week drop off is. That's always the biggest telltale sign as to, you know, how well a movie's doing in terms of the public eye. So we'll see next weekend, but, um, I'm glad that at least for right now, people seem to like this movie. Just didn't work for me very well. All right, guys, look, I'll be back next week. Um, I'm not sure what movie we'll be doing next week, but, uh, a week from today when you're listening, we will have another episode of Ecto-1 uh, radio. So an, another episode of the Ghostbusters podcast. So check that out. I'm going to release probably tomorrow, another playthrough video on YouTube of Ghostbusters, the video game remastered. We're going to be doing some more video games on there. That's not Ghostbusters related. I'll probably do like some star Wars and, uh, I'm, I'm kind of going to try to keep it movie oriented. So probably only video games that tie into movies or shows. So, We'll see what's out, what else is out there. Um, you know, I, I've thought about trying the new um, um, Star Wars game that that's just came out. So, we'll see. But, um, yeah, that's kind of what we got on the docket coming up, guys. Keep an eye out. Like I said, go follow our socials. Check out our YouTube channel. But for now, I appreciate it. This has been Ticket Stubs and Cassette Tapes, and we'll see you next time.